Hey guys, Rory here, and this episode is dedicated to an introduction of me, <laughs> Rory. And uh, I wanted to share a little bit with you about who I am, a bit of my journey, and just so you can just know, like, you might be wondering, who is this guy? Why should I care if I'm even listening to him? And uh, just wanted to, sh to share basically where I started um, my entrepreneurial journey. I basically didn't have much entrepreneurial thinking, you know, going in the public school system. I just always typically listened to what the teachers say, do the homework, hated the homework, and just came out of graduation kind of disoriented, like, what do I do with my life? And uh, I did do like a two-year stint in uh, England doing some volunteer work over there. And uh, after that, it, like life kind of just was on reset. I was like, where do I go? What do I do? And I didn't know, so my, my parents uh, gave their best recommendation, which is, you know, go to university, you'll figure it out. So I started, um, and uh, I, I met my wife along the way, uh, Jenny, and she's amazing, love her, she's my best friend ever. And we had an awesome start to our marriage, you know, we, we incredible summer job, just ridiculous. It was like honeymoon on the lake, uh, we saved up probably around 40 grand, paid off a car, had extra thousands of dollars, it was, it was awesome, it was a great start, and like, all right, I'll go to university, figure this out. And uh, it didn't take very long. It was just months after that I realized that all of our money was gone. Like in, in short of a year, all of our money was gone. And I was like, okay, I still don't know what I'm doing with my life. I got to figure things out. And then I started taking out student loans. And I was doing kind of this phys ed degree. I was taking all of these like sport courses and the, like a career opportunity afterward, maybe like a, um, a physical occupational therapist uh, which is not even something I really wanted to do, but I was just following the advice, go there, you'll figure it out. And just as I was going along, a lot of the courses were just bad. Like, not all of them. Some of them were legit, and I'm super grateful for what I learned there. It's awesome content. Uh, but I'd say probably like 60 to 70% of what I was learning is like, what am I going to use this? Like, where's the value in this? And and I was like, at, at the point where I was really questioning things, I was already probably $40,000 in student debt. And, you know, we were living super cheaply, maybe like 2,500 bucks a month, you know, which for two people is okay. Um, we had a baby on the way too. And I was just like, man, this isn't working. And um, I just got really frustrated, super disoriented and really depressed. And I was like, I can't, like, if I go on the pace that I'm at right now, by the time I'm graduated, I'll probably have like $100,000 in student loans somewhere around there. And I'll be making maybe forty, fifty thousand $50,000 a year. And the math just didn't add up. I was like, this makes no sense whatsoever. And one of the most frustrating pieces about where I was starting from was that I had no idea how money worked, like not a clue. And I'd always be asking myself this question, which I learned later was the wrong question, but this was the question. It's like, how do I make more money? How do I make more money? How do I make more money? And I just got so confused. Like I'd try one thing, you know, I, I tried doing a security job and I just didn't get enough jobs in the month um, to make ends meet. I think I made like 750 bucks and I had to pay like, you know, $2,500 in expenses. So that tanked. And then I had to like go work on an organic vegetable farm, you know, doing like 14, 16 hour days. It was nuts. And then I was like, okay, that didn't work. Let's try something else. So then I tried, you know, getting education, become a mortgage broker. Um, but I had like no, like I had all the, passed the exams and you know, I spent like five grand on getting everything, but I had no idea how to sell, no idea how to market myself. And, uh, you know, I had one commission that's maybe like 1400 bucks. And again, just crash and burn like all over. And 
there's just so much I didn't know and I just suffered so much pain. It's like, stop the pain. Like, I just want to understand money. And it was really sad because because I didn't know what I didn't know, it really did hurt. Um, and it hurt so bad that, you know, I found myself just banging my fist on the carpet floor of our basement suite, just so frustrated. Why couldn't I figure life out? Like, why, why was it so hard? Like, what was I doing wrong? And I just, I just didn't know. And then these expenses would pop up and be like, how on earth am I going to pay for that? And I just felt like circumstances were controlling me and it was just one negative thing after another. And it's like, what do I do? And it, it just, I found myself just so depressed, just so depressed. I was, I was visiting with a psychologist, you know, which I go out and vent, but it would never really change anything. Um, you know, learn some helpful stuff. And then I went to an addictions group because, you know, I just, I, I experienced so much stress that I would just, you know, go and <laughs> eat a tub of ice cream because things hurt so bad. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to make things even better. And, and, you know, thank goodness. Um, I don't know if you believe in divine intervention or not, or, you know, whatever, but I had an amazing friend who invited me out to a seminar and, uh, at this seminar, I learned some, you know, just really pivotal things that shifted everything that I understood about money, about myself, about how I think, how about my relationships. Whereas all these places where there was so much confusion, I began to see clarity and light bulbs were popping off. And I, I just began to get so genuinely excited about life. And I was like, you know what, like I can, I can win at this. I can do this. And you know, this was just the beginning. There's still such a, a long, 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 long journey that, that goes along. But you know, I'm so grateful that I had a friend who just decided to share something that he loved with me that made a difference for him. Just, you know, aroused my curiosity to be like, you know what, let's, let's check this out. You know, I, I've been beaten up and banged up so many times. I just think it's going to be another rich quick scheme and whatever, you know, I'll do it because he's my friend. Right. And, uh, and that was just the start where I began the journey, you know, just kind of like Frodo in Lord of the Rings, you know, is just this journey of transformation, this, this journey of, you know, overcoming all of these walls, getting these epiphanies along the way and realizing that there's tools, there's skills, there's, there's, there's a plan that I can follow that will help me get to where I want to go. Now, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely not without, you know, the wrestles along the way and, and the doubts and the fears that come along, but man, <laughs> I, I've done things that I never even imagined I would be doing in my life. Um, you know, just, just crazy stuff, you know, trying to get people in a positive state by doing this game called follow the leader where I'm dancing on stage, you know, and trying to get people that are looking at me like, you're an idiot. Like (laughs) you're just plain stupid. Why should I even follow you? And, you know, the goal is just to pump them up in an emotional state, but, you know, just having the, the confidence to, you know, maybe look stupid to maybe, you know, just not caring what other people think and just do the job that I was supposed to do. And sometimes the critics' voices, they say those same things. Like, they, they say, like, you can't do this. Like, who do you think you are? You know, and it's the, sometimes those voices are crippling. And it's part of the journey is just learning, like, how do we battle with that? How do we win that battle? How do we push through those 
parts that just want to say, you can't do this, you can't win. You know, and if you're maybe a little bit like me, like I, I, I kind of appreciate those voices because <laughs> inside I'm like, I'll show you I can do it, you know, and I just, I just go for it. And so that, that really led me on a journey where, you know, the basic desire is like, I want to be able to make money, enough money and have a, a business or a system or something in place where I can, one, have time to spend with my wife, whom I love, and my daughter, whom I love, and, and second, the time with them. Um, if I said both of them, <laughs> I don't even remember what I said, but yeah, money and time. That was, those are the two biggest things. I want to be able to go do the things I love doing with them and have the time to spend with them. And, and to be honest, that's still what drives me today. I'm not in a perfect place yet. I've, I'd say I've advanced massively since when I first started. I know way to more of my contacts to the spread and I'm still training. I'm still learning. I'm still in the game. I'm still on the roller coaster and, uh, I still fight with the, uh, the gnawing questions my children don't maliciously ask but they're just out of the goodness of their heart just their their little innocent dad I want to spend time with you hey can we go do this together and it breaks my heart every time that I have to say no I'm working or no I'm and this is the phrase I use them no I'm still learning how to make money guys I'm still learning how to make enough money so we can do that can we go to Disneyland uh, not yet. It was like, well, what if I saved up for it? Well, if you save up for it, buddy, we can totally go. And, uh, and it just busts my heart up inside. Like, it just it breaks it every time. It just drives me to be like, what else can I do? What else can I try? And I'm still learning. I'm still growing. And, uh, but that's what, that's what drives me. I miss having quality time and awesome activities with my family. And it, uh, that, that's what I wrestle with. That's what I fight with. Now, things are better, way better <laughs> than they've been before. You know, I've been in, you know, parents-in-law's basement, you know, sneaking muffins and bananas from <laughs> their fridge because all we had was rice and beans. It was like so bad. It was so bad. And I was like, I got to get a life. <laughs> I got to figure things out. And, you know, I've had to put like certain dreams on pause and just get down and, and just get to business, get to work. And I've been able to make some pretty amazing things happen. Um, I've been able to be part of a team uh, to, to lead, lead them out in a merger and acquisition that sold for millions of dollars for, you know, a publicly traded company in Japan. And, and, and that was just like, oh, like just context exploded suddenly with accountants and attorneys and, and uh, auditors and, and all these executives. And I'm sitting in Japan and, and I'm in this, boardroom table and they're negotiated I'm like oh this is crazy <laughs> you know it's just it was just a wild ride you know it's kind of the reason why I, I, I named the podcast as one wild business ride because it is it is wild and uh and I, I love it absolutely love it and it is a place where you experience some of the highest highs and lowest lows um but yeah like so kind of back to that story so we're in this place where you know we're in I'm in my parents-in-law's basement and, you know, it's just not a nice, it wasn't the best place to be in. And we needed our own space and, you know, having more kids. And I was like, I got to do something different. And, and so I just kept pushing myself. I kept reading books. I kept studying. I kept, you know, trying to make sales and failing, failing so bad. And, and then finding, you know, communication and sales training models that worked. And then I was like, oh, this is amazing. You know, and I had my first sales and I, I kind of understood what to do to make it happen. And, and then things started changing and then we got a bump in income 
and you know we're we're in our own single family home that we can rent and and now we're in rent to own and you know things are just progressing and um and i'm just i'm i'm still hungry i'm still fighting for that life that i know that's attainable but there's a price to be paid for it and and every time i hit that wall of like oh how do i do this or or how do i how do I leverage somebody else's time and expertise? How is this easy for somebody else so we can just break through this barrier? And um, it, it's just been a remarkable journey. I'm just really excited to just share you know, things that I believe that are awesome. You know, just the stuff that's been so painful to go through. You know, just talking about inspirational quotes, people I look up to and, you know, why we think that's awesome. And, you know, I, I really love uh, one entrepreneur. I, I, I kind of call him my grandpa. Um, the entrepreneurial grandpa, he's the alleged rich dad of Robert Kiyosaki. His name's Keith Cunningham. And, uh, maybe I'll just call him, uh, entrepreneur grandpa. That's kind of long. So I'll just call him grandpa. Um, so my business grandpa, um, he talked about business, you know, much like, you know, like a Olympic athlete training. Um, you know, they don't get there overnight. They don't get there. It doesn't come through any small sacrifice like they give their everything to attain their goal and 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 there's definitely a balance like there's like I have a marriage and I have kids and I don't want to destroy that in the pursuit of business so I've had to approach things you know a bit more slowly but it's the tortoise and the hare you know I put in a little bit every single day and I gradually work there it might not be as fast and some people might be able to go faster and that's okay but I'm just learning. I don't need to compare myself to others. I just need to compare myself to me. So anyways, grandpa's talking about, um, you know, in, in business, you absolutely have to have the right attitude. If, you know, you don't believe or that you can do this, you know, you got to work on that. You got to find those tools that can help you break through your, your belief barriers and, and, I had I had to go through a massive haul, um, <laughs> major renovations of my mind, to to get to a place where I'm like, you know what, I can do this. I don't know how, but I'll figure out a way. And just becoming resourceful, thinking about things differently. You know, going out for walks, having a shower, new ideas come to mind, and uh, and and that was that was totally part of the journey. And then you know, having that attitude, that mindset. The other part that I really appreciated um, was they talked about you need you need the right tools to get the job done, and you need the skills. And, of course, there's so many other pieces, like, you know, there's the team and, and, and so much other, but the, those three really just kind of simplified it for me. You know, attitude, skills, and tools. You know, when you think about a carpenter, you know, he doesn't just sit there doing affirmations all day about building a house. You know, it's like, I'm so happy and grateful I got this house. I'm so happy and grateful like I, I'm building this house. And I'm not knocking affirmations, but it's incomplete. Like, there's not enough pieces in affirmations by themselves to, to get the job done. You know, they've got to have the, have the knowledge, you know, this is, this is how you frame a house and, and these are the tools you need and, and this is how you cut the wood and this is how you read blueprints. You know, they've got these school, skills and these tools that can get the final product finished. And, and he talked about that, you know, and he, he, he gives an awesome example, I love it. It's about a pilot and, you know, imagine going on the plane and, you know, you're walking onto the plane and the pilot's there and you're like, oh, it's going to be a great trip. And, you know, thanks for, thanks for flying us. And, and um, you can imagine and the, the pilot would walk into the cockpit and there's all the, you know, the, 
everything. <laughs> if you've ever seen a cockpit, it's just loaded with gears, dials, joysticks, like everything you could possibly imagine. And what a regular person would look at, they'd probably feel totally overwhelmed. And, you know, how would we feel as a, um, a customer going on the plane, you know, a passenger, and the pilot's like, I don't know what some of those dials are for, you know, uh, do any of you guys know? <laughs> you know? That would totally change the experience. Be like, I'm getting off this plane now. And, uh, and that's, that's, that's just how it is. We expect for the pilot to do his job that he knows everything there is to know about that plane, intimately familiar with it, knows the protocol, the checklist, the process, the systems that he has to follow to get us from point A to point B. And, you know, that's why they log thousands and thousands and thousands of hours um, to do what they do. And that's no exception for business either. Um, it's, it's not a shortcut. You know, there's certainly systems that we can leverage that can make things easier and faster and more efficient. But as far as the time investment required to get from point A to point B, like it's, it's, not, a, it's not a walk in the park. It's, there's going to be sacrifice. There's going to be late nights. There's going to be you know, studying a new language, new words. Um, in all of, I've, I've helped create a, a brand new business from scratch. And this was a, a business I was totally unfamiliar with, no training whatsoever. And it was an international shipping logistics business. So basically, it, to simplify it, we're just trying to buy stuff in one country and ship it out to another. And uh, there is a massive process that you have to follow to get there. But because I had the tools, the skills, and the attitude to build the relationships, to figure out all of the pieces, I could do it. And it took me less than six months and we've got stuff that's being shipped over there and it's it's pretty wild like it's and i know enough of all the pieces um to be able to do it again like if if you asked me today hey can you create me an international shipping logistics business i'd be able to to guide you through the process pretty competently um this is on a very startup low, low scale but still like you know just that freedom to create a business from scratch um this is pretty awesome and uh, one thing you might hear a little bit more about me, and one thing that I'm a little bit obsessed with, is, and I'd, I'd probably call my superpower, is being able to create a spreadsheets and absolutely love them like crazy because they've just helped me be so successful. Anyways, you probably heard that saying, like, there's an app for that. Well, for me, there's a spreadsheet for that. And uh, I just, I, I swear by them. They're just amazing. And uh, if you know how to use them right, some people just say like blah, but you know, when you know how to organize information, access it fast, give answers quickly, know it. You, I mean, you could leave literally like 15 projects on hold. And if you know how to use some of the tools that I, I hope to be able to share with you in the future, um, you can pick right up where you left off and, and just carry the momentum. Momentum's not lost. You're like, oh, where do I start? What do I do? You know, and so that's... That's honestly what I use to help build businesses and um, having that superpower. There's one thing that I absolutely love and it's, it's kind of become just a, a best practice as far as when I start out in a brand new business. And one of my favorite tabs on my spreadsheet that I, I use to create businesses is dictionary. And because I've got to understand the language and it took a while and it took me, you know, just even to find a warehouse to, to, to ship things to took me like 54 attempts before I understood the language of the warehouse and I could send in a cover letter 
and a questionnaire in advance. And, and then finally, one warehouse is like, yeah, we can totally work with you guys. And it's just like, is this for real? Like, <laughs> you know, after 54 times people say no, you just want to double check just in case they missed a detail and they're like, eh, actually, no, but it's worked out and they've been a fantastic partner um, in the shipping business that I've helped build. And it's been awesome. And so, you know, just going along, it's this, this, this podcast is really dedicated for you guys that are you know, trying to create that better life. You're trying to create even more money. And, and just the things that I'm learning, those little epiphanies that have been like, oh man, like that totally changes the game. I can, I can play different and, and just, it's always been my dream to be. An... So that's, that's what I'm wanting to do in this podcast is just kind of share those things that have allowed me to become an A player. It's not just me, you know, thinking about myself. Like I have new confidence because of the competence, the skills and the tools that I've learned to to master and refine over time. But it's also been feedback from other entrepreneurs that I've worked with that have been like, you know what, give it to Rory, he's gonna get it done. Or, no Rory, you're just awesome. And and that's, you know, who doesn't wanna be awesome on a team? Who doesn't wanna be able to provide results for the team? They're like, you know what, this guy's indispensable. We just do everything we can to keep him um, or her, you know, whoever you are. And uh, so that's, that's really what my intent is in this podcast, and I'm, I'm going to be speaking about a whole bunch of different topics. Sometimes it's going to be about a book that I'm reading. Sometimes this might be like, you know, motivation from an inspirational quote and, what, and how that affected me and how that I hope it can pump you up to take the next step. Sometimes it's like little brain hacks, you know. Sometimes it, we, we get in our own way and that the little chatter inside of our heads, and I still go through it, you know, like f- fear and illusions and lies that we tell ourselves that are totally non-productive. But it just it just holds us back, right? It's 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 just one thing that that keeps us from stepping forward. You know, other times we might look at uh, like business case studies where you know businesses have made mistakes or they've had awesome successes. What can we learn from that? Is there anything we can replicate from that? And that's yeah. So we're just going to get all this awesome content. I hope to be able to interview some amazing entrepreneurs because we can always learn from people. And you know, that's been one of my biggest uh, mantras, mottos. Uh, for myself is I don't care if I'm right or I'm wrong as long as we win. You know, there's no ego, there's no pride in like, I have to be the best or it has to be my way. No, that doesn't matter. It it matters about winning. And if I need to bring someone who's better than me, who's more qualified, has the right skills, tools to get something to the end zone, to, to score the goal, you know, to win, let's do it. Like, let's do what we have to do. I always look for ways that I can contribute success to the business to, to, to boost up the value and uh, and I know I always have more to learn I, I totally still have mistakes but I try to I love sustainability like I, I, I don't love surprises <laughs> business is full of surprises it's kind of why it's a roller coaster it, it, sometimes you're going to be hit by some regulation law that the government came out and you're like what on earth do we do like how do we pivot you know and it's just like it's just kind of like chess is trying to anticipate these moves you know, and sometimes it's like, oh, we didn't have this tax form filled in. If we don't, they're going to put a freeze on our, our payment processor. What do we do? You know, who's the team member to go to? And, you know, and you can go you can go to these team members like accountants and they'll be like, oh, yeah, just follow these steps. One, two, three, four. And they'll show you this is exactly how you submit it. And I submit it. And then they're like, yeah, you're great. There's no more restrictions on your payment process. You can withdraw funds. You're fine. And like, oh, you know, I could just start breathing again. And so it's, it's just little things like that just... 
And, and part of, I'll be honest, part of this um, podcast is dedicated to the me when I first started out because I knew absolutely nothing and just made so many mistakes. Um, that gentleman I mentioned, Keith Cunningham, grandpa, business grandpa, um, he talks about something called the dumb tax. And uh, we, we've all paid it at one point in our lives or another. Basically, a dumb tax is any times we've made a, a really s- stupid, foolish decision where we uh, we thought what we were going to do would, would help us, but we ended up losing a ton of money or a ton of time or you know whatever cost was incurred with that. And uh, I just... <laughs> this podcast is dedicated to that young me um, when I was first starting out to that to those early entrepreneurs those people who just wanted to make a change maybe just improve some things in their life and just be like just watch out don't step here because if you do it's going to go <laughs> and it's not going to be pretty so that's uh yeah guys it's 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 going to be fun I, I love geeking out about business I think it's just so fun to create something um, that, you know, provides value to people and they want to trade you money for it. And it's, it's just, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I love entrepreneurs. They're just, just my kind of people. And they're just, they're just awesome. So that's a little bit about me. I, I hope that helps you get to know me a bit more. Um, the value you can find in this, this, uh, this podcast and that we can just have fun together that we can, you know, support each other along the way about those internal things. You know, I don't, I don't know what it is on your end, but you know, even sometimes right now, it might be like, you know, a family member who is struggling with health and you're like, man, if I could just pay those medical bills, things would be sorted, you know, or it's just like, you know, I just really love to just go on a family vacation. We haven't had one in like a really long time. And, you know, or, you know, it just might be like, I just want to give back. I just want to, you know, do something more meaningful in my life and, and just help out. And, you know, whatever that is for you, those are honestly the, th- the things that I believe a lot of entrepreneurs are going for. And when they hit that, f- that, that place where they're, they're making the money and have the time, they have freedom to do things that most people wouldn't otherwise. And uh, if, if that's you, I invite you to come on this journey with me. Let's learn. Let's grow. Let's, let's discuss. Let's have a dialogue. And uh, just look forward to interacting with you guys. Thanks for listening. And I'll look forward to talking with you on the next episode. Take care.